Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, September 22nd, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We'll get started here with Dave Zangaro and then John McMullen. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, I obviously know that Brandon Graham's a tough guy to replace from a leadership perspective, but specifically on the field, what's the plan to replace his production and usage? Yeah, I um, talked to our guys yesterday about the void that uh, has taken place with Brandon, you know, obviously not going to be able to play with us the rest of this year, um, you know, from a, a leadership and a character and a attitude standpoint I think collectively we have to everyone has to you know try to fill that void collectively because not one guy is going to be able to do that we do feel good about the leaders that we still have uh, within the defense really good about the leaders that we have and um, from the standpoint of him the roles that he was playing you know other guys are going to have to have to step in and and fill where he was playing at so and we feel good about the guys that are going to do that. If I could follow up real quick, um, we hear so much about offensive tackles when they flip sides of the line, how difficult it can be. When you have edge players, do they just have to be able to play both sides, or you notice that some guys are more comfortable on one side than the other? Yeah, that's a little bit of case, case by case. Um, how our guys are trained right now uh, since we've been here with, with Coach Rocker and Coach Washburn, um, I've, I've, they feel pretty good playing multiple spots and multiple sides, both sides. So I feel good about, you know, still being able to move people around to get the best matchup, whatever dictates for that week. Go ahead, John, and then Martin. Hey, JG. Um, you've been pretty successful through two games from a bottom line standpoint, yardage, points on the board. Um, what do you tell the guys? Do you, do you focus on those couple long drives, lack of turnovers? Uh, I, I think you're second in points allowed, fourth in yardage. So what, what are your kind of teaching points to get better uh, moving forward? Yeah, it's, it's, our, it's our daily routine. Honestly, John, you know, we, we've, had, we've, we've done some good things and, and you know, like everybody, myself included, you'd like to have a couple plays back for, from both of those games. And um, I think that, you know, you saw some hands on the ball last week, and uh, those, those will come. We just got to keep doubling. It's like what the head coach talks about. What we know is to be true, you keep doubling down on that process. And how we practice, how we prepare, how we talk about taking the ball away, they will come. Um, so I'm not real concerned about that. And then, you know, the things that we can improve on all of us is just a couple, you know, plays here and there of alignment assignment, key technique, and just, you know, just executing at a little bit of a higher level um, throughout the game consistently. And, and like I said, that goes to, for myself as well as, you know, continue to put our guys in the best position possible um, every play. So, and I know I can improve on that. Go ahead, Martin, and then Jeff. Hi, Jonathan. Um, I wanted to ask you about Josh Sweat. I mean, well, first of all, like, you know, it seemed, you know, he only played like 40% of the snaps on defense, kind of what was going on there. And then just your thoughts about the way he's been playing overall, um, you know, going back to this summer and, and so far into the season. Thanks. Yeah. So this, this, this week, um, 
you know, by as I've talked to you guys about, you know, certain packages and, you know, that we have and what we play, um, we're trying to accentuate guys' skill sets and, uh, you know, how the game kind of unfolds. We always have a certain way that we want to kind of, in our mind, here's how we're going to, here's how we're starting the game, here's the adjustments we're making, here's who's in on certain packages and how the game kind of unfolded. That's why you saw his play count a little bit down. Um, with saying that, when he did, when he was in the game, he affected the game in a positive way and played winning football. And you will continue to see Josh Sweat do that. Um, you know, from a standpoint of what he's been since we've been here, I mean, he plays the run extremely well and he can rush and he's a great dude. So, um, you know, just like as he's been doing, he's going to continue to play winning football for us, which we need him to. Go ahead, Jeff McLean and then Mike Kay. Uh, JJ, we've seen uh, Milton Williams almost exclusively inside uh, after uh, a lot of time at end in camp. Um, you know, what is what has been the reason for that? And is it possible that we'll see some of him obviously outside with with no BG? Yeah, I mean, the you know, the reason he, he played multiple spots in camp and then in certain, you know, in the preseason games, just from a number standpoint, we wanted to see him play inside and he played a little bit outside, too. But he will be a piece that we continue to use and move him around, which within the package and the call, we're going to try to put him in the best spot that we can, um, with, as with all of our pieces, to play winning football. So you'll see Milton continue to, his playtime will continue to be where it's at and possibly even go up a little bit and um, look forward to him each week getting a little bit better, just like all of our guys. Go ahead, Mike, and then Zach. Hey, JG. Uh, it seemed like you guys from the jump kind of had Jannard Avery locked into that Sam linebacker role. What, what do you like about him in that position? Why do you think he's been able to, you know, earn his spot in that group after years of kind of playing rotational edge? Yeah, I mean, what Jannard does is is what we ask of the Sam linebacker, his, his how he plays is what we're looking for. Um, he's a good run defender. He can set a violent edge. Uh, he plays extremely hard and he's capable of doing other things as well within the scheme of the defense, whether that be, you know, to rush the passer or drop in coverage. So, um, I thought that he improved from week one to week two, and we're looking to continue to find ways to get him in, in good spots to make a bunch of plays for us. Cause we need him to. Go ahead, Zach. And then Tim. Hey, Jonathan, I asked uh, Nick this question, but I'm curious your perspective because it's, it's your side of the ball. You guys had those those back-to-back personal foul penalties. Derek's penalty uh, cost you a, a third and long, and it was away from the ball. What's your level of tolerance for those types of penalties, and, and, and what's your method for holding players accountable for those types of penalties? Yeah, I mean, our you know, the, it, some of those penalties, unfortunate. You know, our guys have a very clear picture of what, uh, we're looking for as a defense, and that goes into the the you know playing being smart, and um, you know we address that with our entire defense. You know we don't want to make those mistakes over and over. In the heat of the battle, we do understand at times that does happen, um, but we just got to continue to learn from that and get better. Um, you know, and then there's penalties that that happen on the defensive side of the ball that are bang bang, so to speak. And, um, you know, we don't really talk about, is this a bad call? Is this a good call? You move on and, and play. 
And I think like, you know, especially for myself, you know, when that the one play happened with Kayvon, okay, what's the down and distance? What's the personnel in the game? Like, I'm, I'm really not worried about that because it's in the past. So I think if you just focus on that and our guys, you know, we talk to our guys about that bang, bang penalties happen. And uh, it's, it's really not the, what are we concerned about the, what the official called? No, we're not. We're concerned about the next snap. So um, we, we, do, we do want to be a smart defense and clean up some of the penalties that we can clean up, but also knowing that, you know, some of those bang-bang penalties, those are going to sometimes go your way, sometimes they're not. But the most important thing is to play the next play. Go ahead, Tim, and then Ed. Jonathan, uh, you guys have only allowed one uh, pass play of 20-plus yards so far through 20 games. I'm, I'm sure it's every, every team's objective to, to keep the explosive plays off you. Um, but what do you uh, emphasize in your, in your scheme and your teachings to, uh, to stress that and to, to make it happen? Yeah, Tim, that's a, that's a good question. You know, the one that, that happened over 20, I wish I had that call back because I think I could do a better job of putting our guys in a better call to not allow that. But, um, you know, we, we've talked about it since we've gotten here, um, is explosive plays is a, is a winning stat, a winning or losing stat, as takeaways are. And our head coach, we continually to preach that every day with our guys. I think that um, why you see that right now, and we can get better at that as well, but what I think these last two games, what you're seeing is is guys being in the correct spot and playing the coverages the correct way. And, you know, it's it really comes down to execution within the call, and we are executing those calls to not allow explosive passes. Um, you know, we show our guys on tape all the time. You know, a lot of people get... Uh, frustrated with a six or eight yard pass play and um it's important for our guys to understand that that's a win for us on certain plays certain plays it's not but certain plays in the course of a game if they if we make them check it down and get eight that's a win for us so and and our guys are our coaches and players have a very clear understanding of within certain coverages where we want the ball to go and what is acceptable so um, I think it really that that stat right there comes down to our guys are executing the game plan the proper way. We'll go to Ed and then Bo. Hey, JG. Uh, I just want to ask Ed? you, how you doing? Um, as far as the, the potential return of Rodney McLeod, uh, does that change anything schematically or personnel-wise? I know Anthony Harris has played every snap of these first two games. I mean, is that something that you know, Rodney McLeod will change at some point and give you more of a rotation. And then just the benefit of having Rodney return from that standpoint and a leadership standpoint. Yeah, we'll see when, when, when Rodney's ready to go, we'll sit down as a staff and talk about how we're going to, you know, what's the best 11 we can put out um, within certain packages. Like we always do. Um, You know, Rodney's doing an excellent job. He's completely locked in. He's one of the leaders in that entire room, the defensive, the entire unit, and the DB room. And we're excited to get him back and get him going when he when he's ready to go. So, um, But the guys that are playing right now, we feel real comfortable with, and they're doing a good job. Okay, we have time for two more, so we'll go to Bo and then Jeff Mosher. Hey, JG, I don't, I don't want you to uh, you know give away the game plan or anything like that, but the way that you guys have played through the first two games, it seems like you have sort of an identity, um, you know, heavy zone and, and not a lot of blitzes so far, at least compared to the rest of the league. Is that what we'll see all year, or is that based on who you saw and you've got some some new tricks up your sleeve? 
I don't know, Bo. We'll see. We'll see. I think uh, <laughs> it it really does, you guys. I, like this is hundred percent true. Everything I say is hundred percent true. But like it it depends on the game. It depends on the game plan. So you know that that's you know whether you want to pressure or you don't want to pressure or how you want to play, how you want to set up the game plan. That's very specific to who we're playing. And if you look, you know these last two weeks. You know, some of the concepts are similar, and then some of the concepts were drastically different. And the reason behind that is is that those offenses that we were defending were different. And just like Dallas is a completely different offense than Atlanta and San Francisco, and that's how it will be typically every week. So it's, okay, well, here's what we have in our bucket, and let's try to get our players in the best position possible to play winning football for our team. So uh, and that will that will, that won't really change. So, you know, if we decide to pressure a little bit more whatever week, that's probably because we think that this is good versus that team. Um, if we don't, we don't pressure once. That's how we decide we want to. You know, that's how we want to play that week. So, um, our I do believe it's it's really cool to see our guys when we do give them the game plan and say, hey, if we do these three things, we'll have a chance to win the game. And um, I thought that we've done that for the first two weeks. So hopefully we can continue to do that and continue to grow and get a little bit better as we get going. All right. Last one here with Jeff Mosher. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, along the lines you were just talking about, when you looked back at those two longer drives by the 49ers um, and you self-scout, do you feel like there was an opportunity uh, more so in retrospect to, to make Garoppolo a little more uncomfortable on some of those third downs uh, with Scott, uh, some kind of scheme pressure? You know, I, I thought that, you know, that with with Jimmy and that offense, the ball comes out extremely fast. Um, so that played into, you know, knowing that that's how they play offense on third down with us knowing that um, that's why we decided to play how we kind of played them. I thought that our four-man rush uh, made him uncomfortable at times and forced a couple throws that, you know, that you could, you know, give or take made it might have been complete if he felt perfectly comfortable back there. Um, you know, we feel good about our rush and cover, cover and rush. And we just got to keep continuing to evaluate, hey, you know, whatever spots that it, it fits us where we can, you know, possibly pressure or possibly not. But um, I think our guys from the from the back end to the front and the other way around are doing a good job of 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 uh, being in sync and understanding the calls and executing the calls. Thanks for the time, coach. Thank you, guys. We'll see you. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider and Eagle Eye in the Sky.